0: shone a great light on us all, I envy the path of your shadow, that offers a wondrous call, where promises lead us to ruin, a kiss can drive you to your grave, we leap off the edge of tomorrow, and sink to the depths of today.
1: Welcome to Too Stupid to Know That I Can't. This is actually part one of a two-part podcast that Dalton and I recorded, and you catch us amidst the discussion of Marvel's Endgame and Game of Thrones. Admittedly, I don't know anything about Game of Thrones, but I do know a little bit about the Marvel Universe, and uh, let's check it out. Uh,
2: The episodes, because we have Game of Thrones, is on, and we have um, Endgame comes out. Saturday. Saturday. No! No!
1: Tomorrow. 26. Tomorrow,
2: so, so Endgame comes out tomorrow, and then we have our third episode of Game of Thrones, which the first two, which unlike the show, no one has died. And it's all been like hugging and laughing and camaraderie, so we know the third se- the third episode is going to be a bloodbath, so we've seen the meme where it's it's the bad guy, or the, the current bad guy from Game of Thrones and Thanos, and it's like, this weekend we're going to kill all your favorite characters. Well,
1: so But Thanos technically already did that not
2: everybody's favorite i mean a lot have been i mean there's a there's some captain america fans out there right now that are that are like we made it yeah oh no no you know i mean but I mean, he did i can't remember her name but that that super that badass chick fr- uh, who like fought alongside uh uh black panther yeah i could see her face i saw her in like both the movies she was awesome yeah she's she's still alive and like had a horrible traumatic experience of like come on i'm gonna get you out of here this person who i love and care about so much you just turned to dust and And i watched it and i don't know how to cope with what i
1: just saw i mean technically the the ruler
2: yeah the ruler and someone she personally like had like a relationship with a this is someone that i i've grown to love and trust and and see every day and i enjoy seeing this person and They are dead in my hands out of something I can't even comprehend and try to emotionally cope with what the hell just happened, you know? Dust in the wind. Yeah, like, trying to, like, we we survived. Why did you turn into what? So, yeah, so we have this weekend all of our favorite characters are, at least some more of them are going to, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be the unsnap. There has to be an unsnap because they got to make more money on movies? Well, financially, there has to be an unsnap
1: So CE was was talking about it, apparently, in the Captain Marvel thing. The Captain Marvel movie, because she's been gone, there's something tied to her and what she's capable of. And yeah. then Doctor Strange has some things. Who so oh, de- is is Doctor Strange? He's dust. He is dust, but that's, that's where I think the Captain Marvel piece of the puzzle comes in. Now, I haven't seen it. The, the actress whose name immediately escapes me, who is playing Dark. Well, you have a laptop. Okay. She, you have a notebook. Yes, I have an... It's,
2: yeah. per, is,
1: per the guy at the uh, Apple store, this is a notebook. Yes, you do not, do not, I repeat, have a laptop. No. All right. Uh, Otherwise, that thing wouldn't set your legs on fire. Apparently, so she was seen
2: recently at a... Uh, like Brie Larson. So, Brie Larson was seen at some red carpet event for for who knows what, and she was wearing jewelry that, on her uh, left hand, that matched all the stones. What? So, she's wearing, like, a bracelet with, like, a, like a gold stone, and then has, like, a ring on each finger that correspond with the glove, so I was like, you know. What? Yeah. So, look it up. Brie Larson, B-R-I-E. Yes. Like like the cheese. So trying to find a way. Yeah, so let's see. I just googled like her name and jewelry like on image search and you will see which if you click images is the oh second yeah, son one of Look at where that. she's wearing a <coughs> bracelet and rings on her left hand that correspond closely with the uh What? The glove
1: no it's all i mean that's all five of them
2: yeah so to kind of is that like uh she's going to be wearing the glove for all of us who didn't read the comic book
1: yeah but you can and don't look.
2: shame us for not reading
1: the comic book and look she's even doing the the, the yeah there's a, the, yeah there's this what's the circle game with your fingers it depends on who you ask well for for the sake of people that can't well, see the, us on the, this podcast the, the
2: circle thing is like it's almost like a you and I, growing up, it was like slug bug thing like if you if you looked at it, it was kind of like Where you
1: had to poke it or you got or punched. you
2: you got punched um now it's uh, been co opted as a white power symbol
1: Get, oh God dang it all
2: hence the the idea is your fingers make the w and this is the p, and it's been if not used realistically, it's been used as a parody by white supremacists, so whether or not it's factually like Used as that, either in reality or as a joke, like like everything else, the it's ruined. It's I'm, completely ruined for whatever.
1: God, I'm so sick of the misappropriation yeah. of. I'm gonna use this for my ill-gotten gains because I'm a jackass. Because I'm looking at it, it almost like
2: because she's making the same hand though as <clears throat> Thanos when he's like when, he, when snapped. he snapped. So when I look at it, I think she's 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 parroting the snap. But also, too, this is like a. Oh, hold on. On this picture, did you notice it's two separate bits of jewelry? So she's worn basically that at the, you know, that suggestive jewelry more than
1: once. Well, there. Yeah, but there's multiple variations. Yeah, this so one's got a chain. This one's got a bracelet. Okay.
2: But so, so she's thrown out that. Oh no no that's Scarlett Johansson. Oh, is that Scarlett Johansson? Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Brie Larson and Scarlett. Well, you know, in the. Oh
2: yeah, Again, look at that. again, coming from you know. As a person who didn't actually read the comic books, but just watched the YouTube videos from people who did afterwards, you know, like uh, <sighs> there is, yeah, there is with Scarlett Johansson's character, is it Black Widow, yeah, in the comic series, like Thor dies, not in not an end game to my knowledge, but like Thor dies in the series, and. The thing, whoever can lift the hammer gets to rule Asgard, even though there's no hammer right now, but in the movie series, but in the comic book series, she she can lift the hammer. Captain so, Marvel? No, Black Widow. What? Yes, the How? Black Widow can. It's, it's all worthy? worthy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's why they had during Age of Ultron, that's why they did not have her lift the hammer. When they were all like hanging out, oh, and, and she said, No, and then no, no, She's no, like, no, no, that's a question I don't need answered. Because in the comic series that question's been answered yeah she can lift it and she rules asgard for a time i think it's fun and kind of i mean because it it's throws you off now that i see scarlett johansson doing it it's like it's throwing me off. it's like what are they gonna do what are they gonna do and i liked the uh the um, the parody online news sites a punk rock parody site called the hard times yeah, I've heard of it. Um, it's just comedy stuff. They had uh, uh, AMC uh, raises prices on like urine buckets for
1: oh because it's three hours 15 three minutes. Hours. Like, <laughs> like cool, like your popcorn,
2: like your it was like it was like the other said like pee buckets are now thirty dollars a piece. <laughs> yeah, because it's a long movie. You're gonna have to plan for that one. Like I'm not gonna drink, have any beverages. Like no. if I'm gonna see it at nine o'clock, the last beverage is at two.
1: Dude, I'm telling you right I now. Want to I'm to go in there like throat no. <clears> sore and dry. Nut and pit bars. That's all I'm saying. Those
2: taste really good, but like what is, because I enjoy them and I don't really like bars, but those taste really good.
1: Well, you figure instead of eating $20 boxes of candy, mm-hmm. you take one nut and pit bar, it'll last you a couple hours. But if I eat that nut
2: and pit bar, my mouth is going to be dry as I'm eating it, and I'm going to want something to drink, no, which is why I'm going to have to go.
1: No, eat there's it. honey and, and and coconut oil. No, 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 there's coconut in it and honey. You're good. You won't need. It. I'm going to want something to. I'm going to I put food in my
2: mouth. I'm going to want liquid to go with it. There, right, well, I am one of those whiskey, terrible people.
1: If you go to the Warren, you get whiskey. They really limit your whiskey. No, they
2: don't. Well, they have their one drink. They have a lot of their drinks for, like, you can order two, and that's it. Nope.
1: Not in the adult balcony.
2: Okay, because I always go to the, the director's suite. It's
1: where I do everything because I, I don't like watching movies with children. No, no, no. The, the adult balcony, you don't hear any of that crap. And you just keep pressing the red button, and they keep bringing you
2: like I remember when um, what was it all the the Jack Sparrow movies and all that there was there was a Pirates of the Cari- Yeah the Pirates of the Caribbean or Is the it Caribbean the Cari- Okay thank you that's it's it's regional Caribbean Caribbean that that's that's regional Just don't as a former bartender don't say Caracal All right it's Curacao it's an island it's beautiful go vacation there you'll love it it's Curacao. Not Caraco. If you came to my
1: bar like, could I guess a blue Caraco <laughs> on my drink, no, you can't. Hence the squiggly line under the C. Cur- Curacao. There's a little it's, squiggly under the C. Yeah, so, so. yeah Curacao. I'm not going to
2: understand, because there's so many, like, if you were to ask me, what does an umlaut do to a vowel? Um, I can't actually answer that question without the umlaut, uh, so uh, the
1: two dots. Yeah, umlaut. Uh,
2: uh, so then why not just put a, a line over it? Because then I think that means something else. Because that means if you put a lo- straight line over a vowel, that means that vowel is pronounced long. If you make like an upside down U over a vowel, that vowel is pronounced short. Then you have an umlaut. Is that just like a long form like like a European version of that? might be which- just a German thing. Which I know because there's a lot of people that hate Wikipedia because they use the British spelling of, of words. Because, like, there is a British spelling and an American English spelling of the same word.
1: So let me understand this. People have enough free time on their hands to piss and moan about the particular spelling and the pronunciation on Wikipedia.
2: I don't know about the pronunciation, but I do. Know, I have heard complaints that they fa- that they tend to favor the British spelling of certain words... I can understand. I mean, you know, grammar nazis are called grammar nazis for a reason.
1: Nazi is not a term
2: of endearment.
1: But, but I would also I would also argue that most of the grammar nazis aren't that good at grammar anyway.
2: I I would agree with you because I, I think you have someone who's good at correcting you in the moment, but then since most people aren't grammar nazis, they're not following these people around to see what they're up to. I just. I see people like grammar not seeing memes and it's like just let it go.
1: So on this podcast, Too Stupid to Know That I Can't, we deal with a lot of different things. As owner of the drum shop, I have a very challenged time when I read certain posts in certain forums that not only is the grammar incorrect, the usage is incorrect, the application is incorrect, and they are absolutely misspelling the items with which they're speaking of. I have to censor myself from losing my shit because in everybody's social media, there is already a grammar correction protocol. How are they still screwing it up? My iPhone is pretty good. Yeah. But it's not the best. I mean, between fucking and, and ducking, I mean, yeah. Well, my
2: I've said fucking enough into mine that it does not. That ducking mistake has not occurred for some time, because Siri can learn. She can learn. Siri can learn. So once Siri learns, that that that's. It's like for, every, for everybody out there who plays Red Dead Redemption 2 and complains that your horse runs into trees too much, your horse doesn't run into trees, you run into trees, let go of the joystick, the game is smart enough that the horse knows not to run into a tree, it's your own fault, so, not that side of the way, seriously, if you're Wait. playing Red Dead 2 and you're running into trees, let, hit the gallop button and let go of the joystick and the horse will navigate the trees for you. It's, it's it's that's built into the game. The horse is not going to kill itself. Did you run into
1: the tree several times before you no, figured it out? No, I never
2: run. It's cuz in the game so you can you can walk, which is at a offensively slow pace, or you can walk quickly. Okay. And to walk quickly you have to hold down two buttons. You have to hold down like your walk button and push the joystick forward okay. to like walk at an acceptable pace, which is still frustrating. Okay. Alright, so you're used to doing that and you get on the horse and it's the same button to gallop and you naturally want to push that joystick forward so you're telling in the game the horse to ride forward no matter what. As soon as you let go of the joystick, your in-game horse will see a tree and just weave around it real quick. Oh, let the horse do its thing. So just like Siri will learn. Let your horse learn in the game. Siri will understand that mistake will happen once or twice and you will figure it out. Siri will figure it out. It's, the, the intelligence is pretty, pretty smart. It's built in.
1: Smart stuff. Though I
2: have been trying to download, if anybody can tell me how, I have an option on my iPhone to download different accents and it just keeps saying downloading and never downloads. So what, I'm doing something wrong. I have to Google it.
1: Turn your phone off and turn it back on.
2: I've. I've hit the thing, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to download the Irish accent, because I was to hear what it sounds like, and it's like, de- loading, but the bar never moves. And it sat like that for about an hour, and I was like, if I was like, you know, I'll just plug it in, and I was it was at 9, I was like, I got to get up to work in the morning, so I put it down, woke up, and it was like... Still downloading. And nothing had ever happened, I've tried it three or four times. Yeah, and if I'm- I was like, well, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's like, because a, a, like, we have like US Netflix and European Netflix, maybe it's just like, you're in tulsa oklahoma you don't need siri to be irish i was just curious what all the other accents sounded like because i mean if i have a thousand dollar phone in my pocket i want to see what it can do
1: i mean uh, if memory serves my siri normally has the british female
2: but that's already the the standard american accent or the 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 non-american american American
1: Siri, your virtual assistant
2: Yes, but the that one's preloaded on your phone. The other ones you have to download through like complicated steps as you work through settings. Um I haven't and it gives you the options like download it, but it mine never downloaded. I tried it twice that I know of and then I know I messed with it once at work and just gave up on it.
1: Yeah, like okay, so I, I'm I'm trying to down they've even got a South African version. Exactly, there's tons of fun accents and I want to hear what Siri can do. Well, I have I'm downloading the Irish one. It says it's 7% complete. Okay, my mine
2: wouldn't wouldn't actually download and I was on Wi-Fi at my house and everything. Well, and I have like normal lot. So <laughs> when yours when yours is done downloading, I'll get to hear what it sounds like.
1: I don't you know, the unfortunate part is I think you might be onto something because
2: now it's not doing anything. It's still seven percent. Yeah. So maybe I, I mean mine didn't even say seven
1: percent. It just I thought the little spinny thing. I'm oh, Siri,
0: your virtual assistant.
1: There it is. That's her. That's her British. Yeah. I'm Siri, your virtual assistant.
2: Okay. That's a slightly different British. That's Australian. Oh, you have Australian.
1: A slightly different British. Okay. <laughs> I mean, technically, that's true.
2: I'm from Tulsa, Cundix. Oklahoma. Everybody.
1: Well, okay. Now. Now, it's downloading the Australian version, which it didn't have to do previously, but now we're up to 18%, so it's actually downloading the Australian version. Uh, maybe, you know, it could have been a Wi-Fi issue, I'm going to go mess with it again, or power cycle my phone
2: then, and you know, I'll just give it another shot. Now I'm really curious about the South African one. Yeah, I want to hear what it sounds like, because South African, I mean, South Africa's not a country. It's just a... Is it not? South a- Africa is a continent made up of many countries. Right, but isn't... I thought, South, I thought like there were countries that made up the region of South Africa.
1: No, I don't, you know. I don't... You know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You need to... Well, let's take a look. But I think South Africa is actually a country. I think it is its own country.
2: Yes. There there is the Republic of South Africa.
1: Yeah, country in South Africa. Southern Africa, South Africa. It's a country in South Africa. So are there other countries? Well, according to the Googles, South Africa is a country on the southernmost tip of the the African continent, marked by several distinct ecosystems. So, yes, South Africa is a country. Okay. But it is in Southern Africa. Man, that starts to get confusing. It's an 18-hour flight, though. Is it worth it?
2: The flight to Ireland for me was longer. Really? Yeah. How long? The flight to Ireland was like 20 hours. Yeah, it was totally worth it. Well, it was totally worth it, but I'd made the decision when I was talking with... When my wife and I were like, hey, let's let's do this, it was... Well, do we want to, you know, fly, like, fly Emirates business class and all that stuff? For what, $100,000? I said, no, I said, let's... Let's go. Let's let's the the plane is not the vacation. Being there is the vacation. <laughs> the plane is just what happens in between here and starting our vacation. So whatever, go go cheap. And we ended up in like in steerage, <laughs> like four. The seats are four rows across, four humans in a row, and we had the two middle seats there and back. Um, so you know. When you, I'm not. I don't work for Emirates Air, and I'm not promoting them. But you can rent an apartment on that airline and get like a queen size bed with a TV, and a, you get to shut a door, and you're in your own tiny little room. I don't know how much that costs, but if you have to make a 20 hour flight and you have the money,
1: maybe you know. Don't get stuck between in the I'm center of your virtual assistant... Okay, so now I'm going to download the South African one because that's actually working, too. I'm just going to keep downloading them. You download
2: all of them, yeah. Just switch them around every once in a while. Throw, throw oh, CE see, off when, when, when Siri comes back to you in <laughs> a South African accent and CE has no idea what's going on. As long as
1: it's Charlie Theron, I'm fine with it. Like, okay, Apple has more money than anybody on the planet.
2: Uh, Jeff Bezos, I think, is technically... Amazon's, like, the wealthiest. I feel like it's the wealthiest company.
1: But not the largest cash surplus. I
2: don't have the relevant information to argue, so I'm going to accept what you say and maybe text you later if
1: I find out differently. I think that's a good point. Okay. But if if I, it, if I were the CEO of Apple and I had an opportunity to have a South African version of Siri, I would call Charlie Theron... And let her speak in her regular South African accent and not her Americanized version. And I would let her be Siri. never heard her accent.
2: So that's something I'll have to go... Because, like, she's... I know, like, every professional actor... Because I saw an interview with with one of the guys that, that does the, like, accent training mm-hmm. and things like that. And the way he described it is we go for the... Uh, what he calls the Ohio accent. He says it's an accent that doesn't actually exist. But when you hear it, you know it's somewhere Midwest, or you think it's somewhere Midwest, but you can't place it. It's because it's an entirely made-up, it's a made-up accent. I would totally agree with that statement. Oh, This is from like some world-renowned voice coach. Um, I, I do appreciate it when, when actors can do really good accents. Um, I'm a big Star Trek fan, and having watched the first season of Discovery, I haven't watched second season yet, but I went and binged watched the first season and it has um, the super famous guy who's a bad guy in everything. Uh, my wife was almost not wanting to watch it because He's such a bad guy? Because he's like, no, no, that's like the bad guy in everything. Uh, the guy who played Captain Lorca in it, but and he's a I'm British...
1: Siri, your virtual assistant.
2: Still British. Um, Jason Isaacs who is like every role he plays is the bad guy.
1: To download So all of just as I have no idea. I don't I I don't watch new Star Trek.
2: Well, no, we're just talking about the actor Jason Isaacs who is plays the bad guy in a lot of stuff and he is a British actor, oh. but in Discovery he had such a good American accent. It was, oh, questionable. Tra- it was well, it was even regional. He had a Texas accent. That's impressive. So we took yeah, a famous British actor, for those of Jason Isaac, says he played the bad guy in Patriot, and he played um uh Malfoy's dad in Harry Potter. So just like Wait, what was his character in Patriot? Uh, he played the the cavalry leader who like who burned down uh, Mel Gibson's house and shot his kids. Uh, that yeah, guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, brilliant actor. Not, I'm, I'm, he just, he's typecast, I feel like, in a lot of ways for roles that are just like, oh, you're so evil, I want to hit you. And, wasn't that different in Star Trek. It wasn't that different. But it was interesting seeing like, you're so used to see, hearing this like, British accent. And I don't know to anybody who lives in the UK, there is no like, british accent that's it's regional just like
1: ours and, oh god yeah but carl smallwood a fact fiend
2: oh yes yes i who, mean who makes fun of like his northern accent which is really hard and to then understand. does like a london accent and i'm over here in tulsa going i don't get the joke
1: but you know maybe someday i'll get the joke <laughs> well he's done videos where he's let some of his northern mm-hmm. uk accent out yeah. Admittedly, I have no idea what he was talking about. I couldn't understand a word out of his mouth. Well, there
2: was um I also watched uh, another comedy show I'm here, <clears> Canada, Letterkenny. If anybody hasn't watched Letterkenny, it's a Canadian comedy show and they use a lot of Canadian slang. And I saw an in interview with one of the creators, um Jared something. Um they did a discussion on um, you know, Canadian slang. And uh, the only one I hadn't heard was uh, Pertnir. Who what? Perkmeer? So, um We'd say like um, to almost do something like I was driving my truck on the ice and I pert near put it in the put it in the ditch, so like pretty near. You still got to try all dressed chips though. Those Canadian, Canadian ruffles. are called all dressed chips. They taste like their own thing. I can't describe it. Go out to get you some all dressed chips.
1: Well, speaking of Letterkenny, CE forced me to watch an episode today. Oh, cool. I didn't get it. I, and it was the one about the guy that had a couple fingers up his butt. See, you can't come into the middle of it like that. Well, okay, but well, but that being said, that was the episode he chose to show me. I mean, just the just the opening, the opening like five minutes
2: of the first episode, is I think one of the best best episodes.
1: Well, if we're going to talk about the opening episode, there are two shows that I would say that the. Season one, episode ones are by far the best of anything ever created.
2: Okay, so give me, tell me,
1: tell me what you're thinking. So, Red versus Blue, season one, episode one.
2: Okay, that is a really funny show. Uh, that that episode is really funny.
1: I mean, it sets the tone for everything. As does it's so dry. Oh, god, it's fantastic. It's, it
2: took me a few minutes to just realize. I'm like, oh, this is just so dry. And then once you realize that, you you can you you see the humor and it's brilliant.
1: Yeah. And, Archer. Season one,
2: episode one. See yeah, Mole Hunt. Yeah, season one, episode. Yeah, it sets the tone for the for the
1: whole show. Every bit of character development done. Um twenty minutes.
2: Another one I think it's like that. It's another British show. Um, it's been off the air for a while. She'll still find it on Netflix called Black Books. The first episode I still think is is the absolute best
1: one. I'll have to look at that.
2: Um it's a, it's an Irish man living in London at a bookshop. He sells books and he is drunk and smokes and hateful and hates his customers and wishes they'd leave him alone so he could just sit in his desk and read and smoke and drink all day. And it's, it, it stars like two prominent uh, UK comedians, um, Dylan Moran and uh, Bill Bailey.
1: I'm going to have to. Which if
2: we lived in the UK, but also like it started, like if Bill Burr was in, had like a TV show, you know, Bill Burr is absolutely freaking hilarious. God. Um,
1: Yeah. And just to circle back, just so you know, Irish is still downloading at 0% complete. I've already downloaded South African and Australian. Irish stuck. So I have a distinct feeling we might be I'm vo- Siri, your virtual assistant. It
2: might be a problem with... I mean, it could be... Because you and I have the same phone. Yep. We have iPhone Xs. Yep. And uh, So who, who knows? It could be something completely innocent. You know, like there's a... You know, don't attribute malice to that which can be explained with stupidity. So, I mean, the phone could be just buggy. Not everything is, you know, intentional.
1: But that's kind of weird that... The Irish one, of all the accents, is the one that is not downloading effectively. Well, there might be something to that. There might be something to that, but there's a
2: a common issue with certain accents and voice-operated devices. Uniquely, just Google, like, Siri and a Scottish accent. And there is a litany of videos with very... of gentlemen with very... (laughs) Thick. I mean, have a no, mouthful of marbles, and I'm not being like disrespectful, I'm not being disrespectful of, of Scottish people or your accent in any way. But there are certain parts of Scotland where you are speaking what you think is English, but I no where where like I hold the phone up and they're like make a reminder, and it's like I don't know what you said. You said make a reminder. I practice that, you know. but where it's but it's so different. From like all of the accents, like in the 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 accent points of the words, are so different in like Scott, in like a person like from Scotland speaking in like a their regional accent speaking English, uh, that most a lot of voice activated devices just cannot understand it. And um, having had been to Ireland and meeting a few elderly gentlemen that I were, as far as I know, were speaking English to me and still missed about two-thirds of what they were saying. Wow. That's incredible. So the, there, may, there may have been like they were going to do an Irish one and they set up the framework to do an Irish one and, but never finished it or planned to finish it but like the guts of it are there in the phone and then they just said, well, nobody's going to dig through this that much. Or nobody's going to be that serious about trying to make Siri speak in an Irish accent and just kind of blow it off.
1: Maybe they just had too many glitches and it's just not finished. That's what I said.
2: I don't, I don't want to attribute malice to it just because my phone is buggy. So, could be
1: something stupid. Yeah, but it's not your phone because it was doing 0% on mine as well. Yeah, so
2: there's something with that part of Siri that I guess is doesn't work.
1: We'll just say middle finger. Okay. The, uh... I do... Do, do,
2: do, do. I do wish the Hey Siri would work a little bit more, because, like, it'll work. I have, I have, a, I have a watch, the mm-hmm. Apple Watch. I have a Series 3, and it works on the watch, but I have to yell at it at the phone three or four times to work, and then when I plug it into my car and I'm driving down the road, it's supposed to do its hands-free, you just yell, Hey Siri. I end up screaming at the steering wheel for a minute for just reaching over and touching the screen <laughs> on the on my dashboard. <laughs> So that's one thing, Apple, if you're listening. Um, we need the Irish accent, and we need the Hey Siri to be more sensitive.
1: That's fair. Because you do, like, well, go there back went There went
2: the watch. Right <clears throat> there. My watch just went off as we're talking.
1: My phone, nothing. So, and they're
2: both set to do the same thing.
1: But maybe your phone recorded you saying Hey Siri at a different tempo, candor. I see. Now they're yours, your phone. Shh.
2: Your it's phone acknowledged it, right and, and my iPhone X still has not, and I've had my iPhone X longer than you've had your iPhone X, Where by now it should, it should have sorted
1: me out, but it didn't. Hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. Oh, know. That's curious. So, uh... However, we are talking about a lot of fun stuff. Some things some people will catch on to, other people may not. But it's been awesome. But who are you, Dalton? Who is Dalton Williams?
2: Uh, Suddenly reminded of uh, that scene in Anger Management where you're just gonna keep asking me, I didn't ask your name, I asked who you are. I didn't ask what you do, I asked who you are, so.
1: Well, (laughs) okay, now hang on, hold that thought. I've asked. That was a funny movie, so. (laughs) Now, over my years of being a salesperson and being just kind of a curious person about people, I've often asked the question when I meet somebody, well, tell me about you. Tell me what you do. And most people respond with their job. Mm-hmm. That was not really my question. My question was, what do you do? Not, how do you earn an income?
2: A friend of mine who uh, works private security and was telling me about um, a paper he had to write uh, in school discussing the conversational basis like as far as like class kind of economic class where people like if you go to a social event of like it's a high economic class you're most likely to ask how'd you get invited if you were to go to like a middle class economic thing you get ask like what do you do for as a job and then generally the a lower economic class will be more inclined to ask how are you like more interested in you as a
1: person and I just found that quite interesting but I didn't have anything to follow it up on That is pretty interesting. But it also, I would say that lends itself back to perspective of individuals and where they're at in their own life and being able to objectively look at someone else and ask the honest questions, Mm -hmm. which I think is not happening enough in today's society. I think we're becoming so politically correct that we don't actually want to know the real answer. We just want to know the social media answer, which in all fairness, I could give two shits about. I'm not asking you to show me some bullshit. Oh, my life is perfect. I've got a million dollars. Like, I don't, I I just don't want that. I wanted, if I'm asking you about you, I'm asking about you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the process of physical communication. So as we circle back around, mm-hmm. who are you? I am a person who
2: really likes people. Um... I became a nurse so that I could spend more time with people. Um, I reflected on how, if I'm having a bad day, somebody can just say, hey, what's up, and pat me on the shoulder and walk off and suddenly I feel better, and I thought, God, I'd love to have that impact on other people, so that helped steer my career um, into being a nurse. Um, growing up in school, I wasn't allowed to play sports. My mom was always worried I was going to get hurt and wouldn't sign any... Um, permissions left for me to do anything so was nothing was left for me but music um so that's where i found my way into uh playing guitar drums bass flute tin whistle grew up with a lot of uh raised around country music and irish music so naturally i uh became a punk rock musician <laughs> um and now uh, the, the trend continues because again i thought I, I said well, like oh, i want to try to play football my mom said no you'll get hurt and then like well let's play basketball i was like no what so, um, my late teen years, as soon as I could, I joined a boxing club, <laughs> which is direct contact. Yeah. <laughs> I, jo- I joined a boxing club, and between being a bu- between music, um, being a guitar player, being a drummer, um, never could sing very well. But um, in punk rock, that doesn't really matter. Um, kind of explored being a boxer for a while. Um, Won some fights, lost some fights, they're always just fun for me. Um, explored through several other martial arts, made my way through a bunch of Filipino stuff, which I uh, still keep very dear to my heart. Joined a fencing club for a while, which I'm still technically a member of, um, that I don't get to donate a lot of time to, but still still try to donate in any way that I can. Um, all of that just kind of became a way of learning how to express myself, and how to kind of interact with other people. So. Um I said having having a conversation with someone and then going out and getting in the ring and trying really hard to knock the other person out and in your forty five minutes and then going back into the dressing room and and congratulating each other on on what just happened and seeing if they want to go out for a beer is is a fun is a
1: fun fun night for me so <coughs> you'll have to excuse me because there are. There are so many movies and there are so many moments in life that have been defined by the physical interaction of exchanging blows that ends up being some of the best friendships and best moments in well, people's lives. Well, realize like it's not a bar fight.
2: You're right. When I get in the ring, this is this is this is chess. It's just a game. There's, there's no, actually, it's a challenge. So like, it's oh a well, yeah, it's a violent sport. I'm like, there's I, I would challenge you to say there is there is no violence. In boxing. I'm trying to outsmart my opponent before he outsmarts me. It's a game. It's a points game. Okay. He's trying to trick me into thinking he's gonna do one thing when he does another. I'm trying to trick him into thinking I'm gonna do something another. I'm trying to bait him in to do something. I'm trying to set a trap for him. Is he gonna fall for it? Am I falling for his job? I'm trying to outsmart him before he outsmarts me and there's cardio. (laughs) <laughs> and there's at the same time just to <laughs> just just to, just to add to it's it, why my i remember my my very first uh it was, it was a kickboxing match my very first first match um they put all of us in like the dressing room so just all of us are packed in there together it was a prize fight there was like 15 fights that night so it's like 30 of us all just kind of sitting around staring at each other some of the people like it was their first fight like me and other people it was their 300th one and uh, I remember looking over at the guy uh, that I was. It was on like I was scheduled for. He was on my dance card. and Was like, hi, I'm, I'm Dalton. What's up? Cool. I just just hanging out with him for almost because we were one of the last ones because we were uh, heavyweights. So they put all the featherweights and the welterweights up first. So we were last. We had a good hour to just kind of um, to hang out because this was they were doing just short matches since there was a lot of people's new ones. And then I ended up like holding the focus mitts so he could warm up and then he took his gloves off and put the focus mitts and then i warmed up and we're like all right
1: <laughs> see you afterwards
2: <laughs> you know and just kind of like gave him a hug and so we went out there and kind of smiled at each other the bell rang we for three rounds did the best we could to to win and then went back in and was like well wasn't that awesome uh, we're all gonna go out to kill Kenny's later you yeah, will come with us man and uh, I mean that's how all of it was. It was never like it was like, Oh it's such a violent sport. I'm like, that's I think that's for show. I'm not speaking towards MMA, but I mean for for just boxing, kickboxing, it's 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 a competition. Uh, I never felt anger or violence on my opponent playing, you know, when I do like charity soccer games, sometimes I've done those and half the time I do it holding a beer. There's there's no you know, there's no it's yeah, I wanna win but I don't really care. With those and with the boxing, it was the same way. I was just trying to
1: find a way to express myself or, you know. It's funny that you mention MMA because I, I enjoy watching MMA for certain aspects of it. I think there is a modicum of, and again, I'm speaking from a completely uneducated standpoint. When I watch MMA, there seems to be quite a bit of chess quite a bit of planning but there seems to be a higher level of aggression
2: i i, w- I would agree with that simply because of the rules of it just so because like in a, in a standard boxing match like if you flip on you know like a hbo boxing match or a pay-per-view fight it's going to be relatively calm you have a because you're you have less tools to use with mma it's not just you're not just striking you're grappling as well so and anybody who's ever rolled or grappled that is a lot of physical work that is extremely physically demanding so um, getting tired really fast is a killer so it's it's the win quickly is always your best your best thing your best option or what you try to do is win as fast as you can because the longer the longer you're fighting like, the way I think about it is the first one to quit fighting loses so the longer, you're, the longer you're going, I think the, uh, the longer your opponent has to win. Just so like with grappling, you want the more space you have while you're grappling, there's more space for your opponent to use, so, which is something you just don't have in boxing. and near, Not nearly to that degree, because a boxing match is 45 minutes, and an MMA match is 15 minutes.
1: <clears throat> which, which I find very interesting, because you recently picked up cycling. I am I'm relatively new to cycling. It's been a, so much fun. And it is not a short-lived thing. Like you got to put the time in. It it is yeah,
2: it is not well, I mean, around here we have we have Riverside where we see like, you know, mom and dad and the kids like go and yep. ride like a mile or two, and I think that's awesome. But um you you do like 40-mile treks short days. Yeah, okay, short days you do 40-mile treks. Um <laughs> i'm still like at six miles ready to just lay down and die but that's in the dirt i'm getting there
1: different that's different
2: Mm. no i I rode here today which i think is three or four miles it's four miles i think one way from my house and it was a pretty leisurely ride it's 80 degrees outside the wind was blowing the headwind was terrible i didn't realize they always talk about a headwind but it, it felt suddenly like i was in the wrong gear when the wind hit i was like what I'm not going uphill. Nope. I'm no, I didn't change gears, nope. and suddenly it's three times harder to push that pedal down than it was a half second ago. Um, other, I mean, outside of just being a windy day, uh, it was a leisurely ride. But you now, yeah, you three or four miles in the dirt, rocks. It's it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. It feels like it's more up uphill than downhill. <laughs> You're just waiting for the downhill, but there's trees and rocks, and you can't just roll fast.
1: Well, you can. You just have to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> I, I will absolutely say for the record, having watched you get on a bike to where you are now on a bike in such a short period of time is pretty fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it takes time. We always, people always talk about, yeah, I'll just get on a bike and go ride for a few miles. Okay, yeah, you can. You can get on a bike and you can go ride for a few miles.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Anybody can get on a bike and go ride. Absolutely. But when somebody says, I'm going to go ride my bike at Turkey Mountain, or I'm going to go ride my bike at Keystone, or Claremore, or I'm going to go do... If I'm going to go to Bentonville, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to go ride my bike. It's not the same thing. And it does take time. It does take effort. It does take energy. So much like what you experienced before in your other sports of having to build up that skill set. Oh, Yeah.
2: And, and so the stamina loss I thought was amazing. So like what, what, this is the, what I would always tell everybody what I would work out with, is like, you know, don't take a day off, don't take a week off. What what you built in six months will be gone in two weeks. Yep. You take two weeks off and you will lose six months of, how you take six months to build up stamina to a certain level, that's gone in
1: two weeks. Uh, yes. Especially, and if you're sick, it's even worse. Mm-hmm. So we've I've I've been very fortunate to watch you grow as a person as a drummer I've watched you get to grow in your career to where you are now I mean literally in 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 a year and a half you have let's just say two years Mm -hmm. your career was on one path and you are a hundred and eighty degrees in a different path within the same relative field
2: the thing about nursing particularly, so if anybody's listening who's looking at the field of nursing, and, and we have a, a mutual friend who, who's kind of going through this, with with nursing, burnout is a big problem because it's a lot of work. So, not every nurse is at the bedside giving medication, dealing with an angry family member. That is one of a thousand things. A jobs that someone who is a nurse um, can do so I've I've been fortunate enough to actually become like working corporate as in a marketing department but I still have to be a nurse to do my job that's awesome so yeah I've gone a different way from the bedside but I've still got to be involved in patient care only instead of wearing scrubs I
1: typically wear um, you know almost a suit to work you get to wear a shirt and tie you get to be Mm -hmm. social You get to you Mm -hmm. get to be kind of the big man on campus in in certain respects Mm -hmm. because now you're helping people in a different capacity to get to a better place. Yes. Which is I think the, for lack of a better term, the end game of a nurse anyway or any type of health professional is to get you better, Mm -hmm. to be better, which also falls in line with with getting on a bicycle. You're looking at your health as an opportunity. You want to be a better drummer. You want to be a better guitar player. Well, one of the best things that you could do is increase your endurance. What a, one of the best ways to increase your endurance is to ride a bike.
2: Well, it's, it's when someone says, what do I do to get better at drumming? Play drums. Practice. All what right. do I do to get better at guitar? Practice. What do I do to get better at singer? Practice. What do I do to get better at insert... Anything. Insert desire here?
1: Practice. Yeah. Go do that thing absolutely but we're also in a society now that <clears throat> a lot of people want to take a pill they want to get a surgery they want to press the easy button and they just think it should happen overnight and that's just not the way it is it would be nice i haven't
2: seen that movie It was like a movie where like you, the guy has like a little clear it looks like a contact lens in a bag and it's like this little pill and he takes it and suddenly he's a genius and he's super athletic and that'd be awesome but it's
1: just what the hell movie is that it didn't do very well I don't even know. I did I
2: remember seeing like the the ads for it. About it came out like two years ago. It was um, about like a pill you could take that would like make you like a super version. Was that of with Bradley would, Cooper? Yes, it was with Bradley Cooper. Okay, I don't remember what it was called, but yes, it was with Bradley Cooper.
1: I saw the commercial. Yeah, I
2: remember it. I didn't see it, but I don't remember the reviews being very good.
1: Which would suck because Bradley Cooper does a pretty good job of being an actor. Oh.
2: Not bashing... Every 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 actor that we think is really awesome has done crap before. Oh, God, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's first movie was a Magnet film. So, for those of you who don't know who a Magnet film productions are, they made a movie called Snakes on a Train, and they made a sequel to Titanic that is entirely CGI. Wait,
1: Snakes on a Train or Snakes on a Plane?
2: Snakes on a Train, like... Car track wheels. Yeah, they made a snakes on a train. But then, didn't Samuel also do? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson did snakes on a boat, which is an actual like movie movie, mo- like like Hollywood production film. But his first movie was a was for Magnet, and Magnet. Yeah, they you know they they make movies you know, like Ghost Shark Six and things like
1: that. Oh God, some of those are terrible.
2: Yeah. So I mean, and Samuel L. Jackson. No, like, very few people I think would argue that Samuel L. Jackson wasn't a cra- an awesomely talented actor that we all love to go see. Um. But you know everybody's done something that was terrible. Um. Who? Who's the famous actor from? I remember he played Batman with with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who was the actor that was Batman? That was George Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney. All right, George freaking Clooney did the worst Batman movie I think ever. Yeah, but Poison Ivy was good. I'm not she, talking about Poison Ivy. I'm just talking about that film was hot garbage. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've been told, I don't know if this is true, but I like to think about it. I feel like I want to I copy his, uh, his motivation. Um, he allegedly, George Clooney allegedly, has a photograph of himself in that bat costume hanging up like in his office in one of his houses to remind him... To never. ...not to take a job just because they offered you a bunch of money. <laughs> To take time, read the script, and and consider what type of product he's putting out.
1: Well, nothing for nothing. For anybody who
2: remembers, that, that movie had a Batman credit card in it. When they were bidding for Poison Ivy, he pulled out his Bat credit card during the auction for Poison Ivy. I don't remember that. There is a Bat credit card. And Robin like makes a like some million dollar bid for Poison Ivy, and Batman looks at him and goes, "You don't have that kind of money." And he goes, "I'll just borrow it from you." And then he pulls out a bat credit card when he makes another large like bid for Poison Ivy, and goes, "Never leave home without it." And he's holding up a credit card with the bat symbol on it. All right, that movie had a Batman credit card. Yeah, I would have a picture of myself doing it too, just to remind me, don't do that again.
1: Well, now I've got to go back and watch the movie cuz I don't remember that. I don't remember that scene.
2: Yeah, there there's a wonderful uh for for uh, YouTube series I like to watch the Nostalgia Critic and he he goes over it and loses his mind. Yeah, there's a back credit card in that film, so
1: well, crap. <clears throat> no, that's going to bother me until I go watch the movie. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It, it really wasn't a good
2: Batman. No, it was, it was one of the worst. it was the, I will say the worst, and I'll debate and defend my statement. the worst Batman film was that one. not because George Clooney was bad, not because Arnold Schwarzenegger was bad. no, it was just the writing, we'll just say collectively. The, collectively, it was hot garbage. It was very campy. I mean, campy is not, I mean, I liked the spirit. And the spirit was extremely campy.
1: Yeah.
2: But the comic book was also really campy. But that was just
1: And so it was the original show. The original show was pretty campy.
2: Well, it was supposed to be campy.
1: Yes. Now I've got to go back and watch that one, and I don't know that I could sit through it. You don't injure yourself like that. Don't torture yourself. Yeah, don't mind. I've got laundry to do. All right,
2: if you've got laundry to do. That's something because... That's I think you you should if you have any modern clothes cleaning equipment of any kind, you'll get to the bat credit card scene by the time it's by the time it's you know, you're ready to put the stuff in the dryer. So
1: But is he Bruce Wayne when he pulls out the back no, credit card?
2: No, he's in he's in his bat like like it's okay. when they first meet poison <clears throat> ivy and she like she blows like and seduces them but with he's the in drugs. Batman costume. Yeah, he's in Batman okay. costume and reaches into his utility belt and pulls out his bat credit
1: card. That's gotta be on YouTube. how, how did you get a That's got to be... Because I I know what
2: I had to go through. I have two credit cards, and I, I almost had to, like, send them, like, a severed finger to prove who I was, and access to, like, my bank account, and my wife's bank account, and... And almost get, like, a letter from my boss promising that he'll pay me enough to make the payments, so...
1: Well, you're right...
2: Points
0: that I A hundred thousand. And I'm in. $500,000. One million dollars. Two
1: million. You don't have it. Three million. I'll borrow it from you. Four million. Five million. That's a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. Seven million. <laughs> never leave the cave without it.
2: Damn it! So don't you feel just a little sad now? that?
0: <laughs>
2: God. Yeah, where the name on the card is <clears throat> Batman.
1: You should go to a different room now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I reminded you of of, of what happened. That's I what? actually
1: don't remember that movie. I guess I don't remember that whole movie.
2: It's, that's how bad it was.
1: Your subconscious
2: went and we're not going to torture ourselves anymore. Your your brain subconsciously did some self-care and just, went and just pushed that to the side. Jeez, what a mess. Yeah.
1: Thank you for joining us on Too Stupid To Know That I Can't. Dalton and I appreciate your time this evening. I do apologize for the quick and abrupt ending to part one of episode two, but it was just time to cut it right there. Sit tight, and part two of episode two is coming up next. Thank you so much.
0: There's a light that shines off in the distance We may never know of its name Where wealth is not measured in substance And pleasure's not writhing in pain Your promise has led me to ruin Your kiss foretold of my grave And I'll gladly embrace the destruction And drink the remains of the days